Welcome to another powerful teaching from Dr. Todd J. Pulliam, pastor of One Accord Church. When we get this heart thing right, okay, I hear you, Lord. Let me, because see, I've been on went and stayed on that. Okay, so go to verse 27. You still with me? Genesis 1 and 27. So now you know you have dominion. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. So I'm going to give you a truth, and I don't want you to throw me out of the church uh, and don't throw things at me in church. But women have a right to the tree of life. They have a right to the kingdom of God. They have a right to be used of God. Any kind of way, I don't think no woman can preach. We're not worried about what you think. Okay? Because you, you can find judges that were women, prophets, prophetesses that were women. God uses women. Amen. Nothing stands still because he ain't got. He once used a donkey, and I'm being very nice, when he couldn't get a human to say the right thing. Let, let, let's, and so let's not, let's not bring them to a level, and they're not the level of a donkey. Understand the revelation of what I'm saying. They are equal. Because in the, in the kingdom of God, there is neither male nor female. All right, so Jesus makes that very clear. All right, so now verse 28, and God blessed them. What did he do? So you are now empowered to prosper. And God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Re means do it again, which means at one time it was done. I don't have enough time to teach this, but Genesis 1 and 1 is accurate. 1 and 2 is accurate. 1 and 1 is creation. 1 and 2 is renovation. Because when God creates, there's not going to be flaws. Uh-oh. Okay. Now, uh, let's move on. Be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, and subdue it. Have control of it. Have authority in it. Psalms 115 says that the heavens belong unto the Lord, but the earth has he given to the children of men. So I don't need to try to control heaven. I need to have authority here in the earth. That's why Jesus said, pray on this wise. Y'all ready to help me? Let's go. Our Father, which are in heaven, Hallowed be thy name. Here we go. Thy kingdom what? And thy will be where? How? Okay, now how, how in the world are you going to let Jesus teach that and you got a problem with it? That means that the kingdom is a reality. Make a note. The kingdom of God is a reality. My eye cannot visualize Everything in it because it is invisible. The scripture says the things that are visible to us were made by things that were invisible. Glory to God. That means the word of God, which you could not see but you can hear, made what you see. You and I, we're born again, we're translated out of the kingdom of darkness. Colossians chapter number 1, beginning at verse number 13, teaches you and I that we have been delivered from the power of darkness. 
So what is darkness? Help me preach. Give me darkness. What is darkness? Sin? Sickness? Poverty? Punishment? Hatred. What else did I hear over here? Disease and fear. Shame. Lack of knowledge. Division. Any more? Void. Oh, that's going to get up in my glory teaching. We, you, you, somebody in here is hungry for some revelation, boy. That's it there. His void. It ain't getting any darker than that. All right, anything else? Evil. Say again. Unbelief. Condemnation. Prejudice. Oh, oh. And you want to go starting something. Starting something. I'm saved. Shamaha. I'm there. Don't worry. Some of you getting nervous. Don't worry. I'm there. I'm all right. That's the revelation. Unbelief is evil. It makes you the child of the devil. That's all right. I told her she could help me right about this point. (laughs) All right. All right. So now we're empowered to prosper. All right. We've been delivered, Colossians 1 and 13, right? From the power of darkness and translated into the kingdom of his dear son and who we have redemption, even the forgiveness of our what? Sins, all right? He's also known as the kingdom of light. Now, I started here so that you would know who you are. You are not broken down from the beginning. To be born again, you are reestablishing what your permanent relationship was before Adam fell. This is very important. All right? So in order for you to deal with your heart, you're not going to be able to deal with it if you don't know who you originally are. Because there's where you know what you're shooting for, what you're striving for. Why you can have a pure heart. You can believe to have it. Oh, this good stuff. All right. So now, uh-huh. Okay. Now, let's go to Proverbs 4. I'm out of time, but can, can I have just a few more minutes? Okay. Proverbs, Proverbs 4. Praise the Lord. I love this church. I can't imagine to be anywhere else doing service time, but right here. Now, verse 23. So now we know who we are. So let's get into what blocks me from receiving what is already mine. Jesus is the, uh, what the Hebrews calls the testator. He is the one who takes the last one testament of the father, reads it, makes it clear and hands out all of the inheritance to everybody who was due an inheritance, which is all of us, the Colossians would say, the saints of light. 
uh, we are, through his death, burial, and resurrection, made able to receive the inheritance. I'm taking my time. I want you to get this. All right. Now, it says here in 23, Proverbs 4 and 23, keep thy heart with all diligence. That means be consistently aware of where your heart is. For out of it are the issues of life. Now, in the Amplified, it reads, keep and guard your heart with all vigilance and above all that you guard. For out of it flow the springs of life. Now, what I didn't know was that the Lord was going to ask me to uh, uh, bring up the series that I taught some time ago uh, on uh, bitterness, treatment for the, bit, the root of bitterness. And uh, I, I believe I didn't come up in here without that. It's probably in my office. But so I want to slow down and take my time here because this is where the saints really got to get the revelation. Now, keep it diligently. If you have a garden, you have to go out every day to keep the weeds from growing up to choke out what you're trying to receive as a harvest. Just because it breaks ground doesn't mean you stop tending to it. Jesus teaches that when he talks to us about the sower sows the seed. And one of the grounds that happens in the heart is that uh, thorns and thistles come up and choke the revelation that you get from the word out of you. Because the harvest is the revelation. All right. So to keep your heart, you have to do things like forgive instantly. This is going to be a good series. Some of you are not going to like me. Instantly, yeah, yeah, instantly. But I'm right. It's not about who's right or wrong. The righteous one already hung on the tree and became a curse for you. So you, the, the, the righteous is never going to be about you. So it's, it's, it's well, I, I just feel like I, bless you. Everybody, this is my secretary. Isn't she the best? Give her a hand. I'm going to hear about that later. All right, so what, what's happening is you're, you're trying to determine when you will salute your feelings deeper on hesitating to forgive. I, I got to wait till I feel right about it. So I feel like you deserve. Well, if the master had waited to do all he needed to do for you and I, I don't need to preach no more, do I? You, you can take it from here. You would be in a world of trouble. All right, so he was determined and deliberate about what he calls in the book of Acts, his passion, which was his death, burial, and resurrection for you, that you might be redeemed, oh glory to God. In other verses, Paul says that it was the Father inside the Son reconciling the world back to himself. These two had an extremely elaborate plan 
to reset you so the Father could have true what he said about you. All right. So it says here, basically what the Lord is saying, if you want what I said about you to be true, then you got to keep the drama out of your mind. Because your mind is going to be how you see and how you hear. It's going to be the, the lead of your soul, what you have to say. Oh, Lord. And the more spiritual you become, the more your mind falls for the leadership of your spirit, who is the real you. And your spirit should captain you. Are you, are you with me? All right, so you can't wait. What are you angry at? You sinned a thousand times and asked for forgiveness once. Why are you mad at your brother or sister? When are you going to own up to how mad the master should be but can't be because the son deliberately spilled his blood and blocked the vision of the father from seeing your worst? Nudge your neighbor and tell your neighbor, you're going home free. I'm, I'm just saying that. Tell him, say, I know he ain't talking about you, but you're going home for it. Now, so all we're doing today, and, and we've done a good job, all we're doing is laying the groundwork. We're going to go deeper in every service, but it says here again, keep thy heart mm, with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Now, you said I could go a little further. So Proverbs 18. I have two more foundational verses, and then I'm going to let you go, and we'll come back at it Thursday night. Proverbs 18 and 14 reads, The spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity, but a wounded spirit who can bear. Now, in reference to the human spirit, the heart, when you're born again, the Holy Ghost comes to live in you with your spirit, which is now alive because it's been, what, born again. What's another word? Rejuvenated, all right? So it's come back to life, all right? So everything that it came with is alive now, okay? All right, so it has that, and the Holy Ghost has teamed up with your spirit the scripture says to witness that you and God are what? One while working on the inside of you. All right, this is very important. All right, now that means something's got to change. So it's, it's, it's not your spirit after being uh, uh, born again that's wounded. It can become if you are not careful. But it is the human spirit out from or disattached from the companionship of the Holy Ghost that causes it to become wounded. So that means that you're living less spiritual and more fleshly and you're giving in to the flesh. Lord, this is some good stuff. All right, and so that means you're responding emotionally instead of spiritually. Okay, and then that's, that's why you, 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 you try, but you can't help it. You got to say something back when somebody says something wrong to you. You just, you just got to, 
And and then they can say, you 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 just just let it be. Well, well then you know, I'm 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 just working because this is an epidemic issue in the body. Uh, because we can sing and shout and tatamaha, but we we can't even get along. We we can't even do what we're supposed to be doing together. That's why this church is named what? Oh, well, you better preach. Because that's, if, there's, if there's one thing we're going to do, we're going to walk in agreement with the word of the Lord. We're going to be of the same mind and of the same spirit. Amen? That, see, it, it may not look like it's a big thing now, but it's, it's the biggest platform to stand on. Because if, 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 if your house can be divided, I ain't got to say no more. All right. So, this is good stuff. So, now, a wounded spirit, let me give it to you in the Amplified. The strong spirit of a man sustains him in bodily pain or trouble, but a weak and broken spirit, who can raise it up or bear it? So, this, you, you, that's when you, you're almost, you're dangerously close to being out of position to be helped. You're really, really close because nobody can talk to you. you. You don't even want to hear people talk, but talking is the delivery point for breakthrough. It, it is the delivery system for all kingdom benefits. Lord Jesus. Faith in your talk is the delivery system for all the benefits of the kingdom. So whatever you're going to get from God, healing, deliverance, breakthrough, car, house, money, job, promotion, somebody, namely you, had to say it first with a force of faith and that it came down the delivery pipe. All right. So forgiveness, refusing to take no offense, overlooking, um, these, these are just things that if you do by mouth, uh, even to say, I'm sorry. I want the church to practice. On the count of three, everybody just say to your neighbor, I'm so sorry. Three. Okay. See, the, now, now, it was difficult for some people to do it, even though the person that they were saying it to hadn't done a thing to them, and they hadn't done a thing to them, but just the idea that it seems like I'm submitting and I'm giving in because I release somebody when I don't think they deserve my release. Well, then that's antichrist because the spirit of Christ was on this wise that he hung on a tree and became a curse, Galatians chapter number three, that you would not become a curse. And so everything that he did from his death, burial, and resurrection on was done so that you would not have to suffer it. I could go to Isaiah 53 right now and preach my mind out. Because beginning at verse number one, who will believe the report of the Lord? And it goes on to explain what did he do that we did not deserve that he did in spite of us. You wasn't even born yet. I'm talking about deliberate love. When we get into this thing, 
We're going to set love up to come out of our system because right now it ain't set up to come out. It's set up that if we want to, we can give it. But we're, we're, we're about to be deliberate in how we deliver love. You're going to love your brother in the Lord. You're going to love your sister in the Lord because either you're going to do it and be saved or you're not going to do it and that's on you. Matters of the heart. The Lord can only send revelation through where your heart's involved. See, the word first comes from the verses, gets into your spirit, and then the revelation of the word comes up for you to redeposit. you get that you have to sometimes keep taking in that same word until conviction gets in you to where it goes from I know this is a verse to I so richly believe this that I'm going beyond belief to I know as a matter of fact I can't put purpose to the word to I go beyond belief and to know why? Then I can send the healing word because I already know what it's going to do. Amen. Can I get an amen? All right. So I already know that this word is going to work. Amen. All right. One more verse. Proverbs 18 and 14. Uh, well, well, let's see. We have that. Uh, let's go Proverbs 13 and 12. Tell your neighbor, you better be ready for this one. Now, all we're doing, again, is just laying the groundwork. Oh, this is good. Praise the Lord. Proverbs 13 and 12 reads, Hope deferred maketh the heart sick, but when the desire cometh, it is a tree of life. So let me read that and amplify. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire is fulfilled, it is a tree of life. In other words, when you finally get what you've been wanting, you are all, all of a sudden you're a new person. You're almost angelic in nature. You, 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 I'm, I'm teaching to you. You, you, ever, you ever seen that? Get, get up and just go to a couple of your neighbors right now and say, I've seen that, I've seen that. Just, just, just tell them. Now be nice, tell them it wasn't in you, but I saw it. You, you ever seen that? What, see, as a leader, I get pressured all the time. People have different things that they want the church to do, they want you to do, and, and, and all that, and they put pressure. Now, here, here's the thing that's most powerful. They are angry until you do it. And then all of a sudden, you are the greatest thing since sliced bread. Well, see, what's happening? Their heart's getting sick due to delay. Now, I taught you when I taught you on patience that patience prevents you from getting ill while you wait because it's, it's, it's the process of how you develop under proper development techniques. All right. See, your heart's getting sick because you're developing wrong. Amen. And then you find yourself being angry at people. You don't even know why they're angry and why you're angry at them. 
Oh, yeah. And if you're not careful, you'll talk yourself out of something that looked like it walked away from you when it only just moved a little bit. Uh, this is the Holy Ghost. Uh, you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you're, you're believing for something, and it looks like it's not coming. It was supposed to be here on the 14th, and then now you hear that it'll be here on the 25th, and then you say that it's not coming, it's not coming. Say, you know what? This is what I can't tolerate. If you say the 14th, and that's what I want, why isn't it here? See, I'm going to call them up. No, what you're about to do now is talk yourself right out of your breakthrough only because it was deferred. And what the enemy does to a lot of us, if not all of us, at least once in our lives, is defer things that are devastatingly important to us in order to get our hearts to grow ill. Because when that happens, you're not going to say the right thing. And whatever you say, you're going to say it out of the flesh. And you're going to give it just as much power with having faith in the flesh as if you said it spiritually. What are the rest of the, my gods? Yeah, that's better. Praise the Lord. Are you getting the revelation of what I'm sharing with you? All right. So instead of mastering talking, uh-oh, master keeping your heart, which means you got to master listening. Thank you for listening to another teaching on the Dr. Ty J. Pulliam podcast. We call you blessed.